I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the Hello, we're here. How hello, are you, Pei? I'm good. How are you? Welcome back to PS We Have No Plan, everyone. Welcome back. I'm in Nashville as always since March. <laughs> Love, and I am in LA, and we are the co-hosts of PS We Have No Plan. If you haven't listened before, welcome. Yeah. We're so happy you're here. So happy you're here. We we just love doing this. And, you know, we talk a lot about passion projects and this is definitely one for us. I, I'm going to share, like, I think I sent this to you on Instagram today, Peyton, but there was a reel and it totally connected with me about what we're going to talk about today. And it said, if you're working hard at something you don't care about, it's stress. And if you're working hard on something that you love, it's passion. And I feel like we feel that right? With everything that's outside of our day job. Totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Like this requires commitment and effort and there are times when it can feel tiring, but it's, it's always from like, oh my God, this is such a fun fueling thing versus day job constantly feels like (laughs) stress, anxiety, anger, Uh, all of the above, all of the above. Like I had such a peaceful weekend. My mind was so in a great spot. I felt just happy. I planted some fruits and vegetables. And then this morning I just immediately got, oh, clouds are rolling in. (laughs) I know. I know. I totally understand and feel that. Um, Well, we, we, to cue everyone in, we want to talk about of course, some pop culture or fun, lighthearted things that we have on our plate. And then we're going to dive into dreams and how we take steps forward with them. Because I think a lot of times we talk about the dream itself on this pod, but might not get into the nitty gritty of the little steps we take to work towards them. So um, that's what we're going to talk about. And what, maybe to frame up our kind of first half of this pod, what has been a rosebud thorn of your week so far? Oh, that's a good one. I think my rose, my aunt and uncle were in town and it was just so nice. So they live in Ohio and that's where I used to live. And we literally lived a couple miles away. So we saw each other all the time. Those, my cousins are, I still call them the babies and they're in their twenties. So but I know, but it's always, how are the babies? Hey babies, whatever. And so they were in town and it was just so nice and it was so fun. And we just got time together and it was perfect. And it, it's it's so, I love my relationship with them because it does feel like we're still in the same town whenever we see each other. Mm. And, and I love that so much. Like I love them very, very much. I love that. What was a thorn? <laughs> Going into the office today. <laughs> Honestly, and it's not that it's, I know we talk about this all the time and I think some people can relate. It's not that it was a bad day. It's not that last Thursday was a bad day. I think it's just exactly what that saying was. It's, I'm not passionate about it at all. And I'm working hard at something that it's not that I don't care, but like you, I feel like we have realized what we really care about and what we want to accomplish for ourselves. And Absolutely. In, in return, it be, it becomes stressful. Yeah. Go listen to our last episode, everyone, to hear about yeah. the details of Emily's office life. Uh, but I do think it is, I think it's, yeah, I think it's really tough to to have a day job that pays the bills and to, to not find passion in it. And I think right. you and I are people that just want to combine the two. And so it's, some people like it separate. Like some people like 
having fulfillment in their nine to five and having it sort of just pay their bills and then having a passion project on the side or a kid or something on the side. And I don't, I want it all together. (laughs) I do too. I do too. I want my life to be what I enjoy. I want it to be all of it. I don't want to feel like I have a separate life there and a separate life there and I go on vacation, right? To escape this life. I want, I want my whole life to be the goodness. I want my whole life to be the star, right? The shining star. And sometimes it gets a little dull, but that's okay. And I... I love that. And I love that about you too. I know. That's why yeah. we, we are soul sisters. So what, yes. is a, what is a bud that you're looking forward to that maybe it has something to do with this? I think my buds are continuing on. Okay. Well, actually this has nothing to do with my fashion, but it's a different, okay. it's kind of like a different avenue that we can get into later, but it's about just following things that make you happy. And in the past, I had a little cookie company. I never really got huge or anything like that. But I had um, I had people that were buying and things like that. And I think I'm going to try and start it up again, but on a much Cute. like, thank you, a much simpler level. I'm going to start with one cookie. I just took on too much. I was trying to be this. I was trying to compete with like the crumble and Christy cookies. And obviously I couldn't. So I'm starting just one cookie at a time trying out different recipes and I'm just going to perfect it, get them exactly the same every time. And then we'll see how it goes. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. When I was, um, when I was doing my blog interviews, I interviewed chef Danielle Sepsi from New Jersey and she has some of the best scones in the Mm. Jersey turnpike. Is that what it's called? Jersey turnpike area. Yeah, I think so. She was on Dan Levy's Hulu show the um the baking show if you ever watched it so she's wonderful she's been on gma i think like tv shows anyways go follow her she sent me free scones when i interviewed her for my blog but she started in the exact same way as you were she started with one recipe perfected it grew her business over time it's called the hungry gnome the hungry gnome perfect i'm gonna look her up and what's her name one more time danielle sepsi Danielle Sepsi. Oh, that's so encouraging, right? I know. And you hear these things that people are succeeding in what you and I want to do. And it's just a little fuel in the tank. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, honestly, I think that was such a fueling experience to interview all those women, but it was just (sighs) such an exhausting one at the same time. Like I couldn't maintain it and it became stressful and anxiety producing. So I'm like, okay, not for me any longer, but it served me so much for so long. I love all the women. Oh, and I just loved everything that you did and you were so good at it. And I think that it bleeds into this. You're just such a great question asker and you're so great about, um, just outlining episodes and what we're going to talk about next. And I mean, you were made for everything like that, but I totally understand once you start feeling kind of like a pushback from your passion project, it's it's okay to step away. Yes. Agreed. Right? And, and like you said, apply the same kind of skill set to something else that you are enjoying, like podcasting and, right. and I can use those same skills. So love, so, love, love, love. What was your rose? Oh, my rose. So I went back home for the first time in a year. I went back to San Francisco. Um, So exciting. I, well, I'm, I'm sort of from all over the place, which I've mentioned in previous episodes, but for high school, I was in San Francisco or I was in Atherton, which is near San Francisco. And then I lived for five years in San Francisco. So went back home for my friend's childhood friend's wedding. They've been together 11 years. They were senior in high school 
like the uh, high school sweethearts. Oh my gosh. I know. And so they waited a long time to get engaged because I think they just wanted to make sure it wasn't just because they had been together forever that they wanted to do this thing. So um, it was beautiful. They did it in their backyard and it was oh. the most beautiful garden. Oh my God. Such that was a their backyard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, backyard dreams, everybody. I mean. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Enchanting as fuck. Yeah, it was the most enchanting thing I've ever seen in my life. So so it's his her husband's parents' house. So okay. they live in they live in the parents' guest house to save up some money and um and it's a beautiful house. It's in Woodside. It's like oh. the gardens are there and they have two big dogs and she's a doula, which is so cool. So she's really into nutrition and kind of um health and whatnot. And so it was amazing food at her wedding. Like it felt like a farm to table restaurant. It was like fresh organic food from the gardens and like fresh chicken and fresh. Oh my God. Oh my God. Emily, you would have loved it. The I, food was superb and the the flower arrangements. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I mean, just the natural arrangements. Yeah. The, the, the nature was so yes. gorgeous. And I think you posted a photo of her, like kind of a back view in like yes. walking through the garden. Yes. It looked like something from Vogue. Yes, it was. And her, she had two outfits and it was amazing. And it's just, it's just so beautiful to see a childhood friend. Like I met her in fifth grade and we spent Thanksgivings together throughout middle school. And she was one of my oldest friends because I did move around a lot as a child. So she was one of my like oldest kind of consistent friends. It was really amazing to see her get married. And then that's amazing. Well, and I hate to go back now to a thorn, but I know. After that no. high. <laughs> I know. Anyways, um, the thorn. So I think the thorn is what you were mentioning about office culture. I'm feeling as well. I'm just so past my corporate identity. Like I'm just not at all enjoying it. And even when things go well, and even when I'm like, largely, this is a cool project. I'm working with creators for this new project that I'm kind of on and it's should be exciting and it's not. And I yeah. feel like that's telling. Um, but I also like the income, like we talked about last episode again, go listen to it if you haven't. So I think I'm just at a place where I'm ready to cut ties. There's just nothing to jump towards right now for me. That's enough money for me to be able to live in LA comfortably. So yeah, I feel stuck and it's a, it's a yucky feeling. And my therapist helped me distinguish. Do you feel trapped or do you feel stuck? Cause stuck is things potentially you could get unstuck. If you feel trapped from kind of outside things that are not, not you yourself doing right. Like something else is happening to you where you're trapped, where it's trapping you. That's a bit harder. So that's really like, I would never have thought to kind of take those two apart to try and yeah. think of where you are, but that's yeah. amazing. Which, what one do you feel? I think I feel both. I think trapped in some ways, cause my partner is going through career changes. And with that comes like, I have the financial responsibility right now to support our family. That's sort of a trapping feeling. Like there's nothing I can do about that versus stuck. Like the job that I'm currently in isn't serving me. I could probably potentially change jobs. Right. So like, that's where I see the difference. So hopefully I can make some changes where I can unstick myself. You can take that you sticky know? note off the board and stick it somewhere else. Yeah. So we'll post see. it. We're looking for a sponsorship. Oh my God. Yeah. Post it. And Poppy, it. by the way, Poppy, everyone. I love Poppy. We're drinking what our do- Poppy and our Celsius, everybody. 
Oh my God. Poppy they keep Celsius. us hydrated and energized in a healthy way. Love. Um, I'm talking forever. Sorry. And the bud no, that I'm I love excited everything about. that you're saying. Cause I, sorry, I, I just feel the exact same way. I always, um, the bud that I'm excited about is I talked to my, one of my now good friends, Kristen, who's a TV writer and married to a producer. I've been working with her for the past few months. I just talked to her for an hour today about, um, some exciting new projects that I'm helping her on. And yeah, I just read a new script and it's so amazing. And hopefully she can come on this podcast, Kristen, that would be fun to have you on to learn about your life. Um, and just to kind of like, give us that glimmer of dreams coming true talking, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So, so fun. So I just, there's so many buds forming from that friendship and partnership and collaboration. And and we know we're going to work together one day. It just, the stars have to align and, um, so yeah, like work oh. together and I guess a more serious capacity than just the one-off projects. But, so. Right. Well, I feel like that's huge because I don't know if it was last episode or the one before we were both kind of in a standstill with previous buds or buds that we were hoping to, to yes. come about. And I'm just so happy that that one is, you know, growing and you're fertilizing it. Miracle grow. <laughs> Oh my God. I know. Right. And I think it bleeds into what we're talking about today. Cause I think yeah. one of my, one of my things that, I mean, we can, we can talk about it all, but I think one of the things that I wanted to touch on was mindset. And Absolutely. I think last week I was in such a bad, unhealthy mindset that was just like, I feel and I feel lit, which is fine to have those moments. But this week I feel a little bit more positive in my mindset. And yeah. I think that's making me feel like there are more tangible buds than last week. I love that. I And yeah. it's it's sometimes hard because I know we say, you know, it's it's in your power to be positive about I things know. and see the good, but it really is hard when things just kind of seem like they're at a standstill or it was going really well. And then all of a sudden, I know it's not, but I, I think that's incredible. And I, and so tell us more about like, where was your mindset a week, two weeks ago and how has that changed to now? And was there something like, was there actually a pivotal moment that made it change? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I think, I think I just, it's really hard to be our own self-advocate. And I know we've talked about this a lot when it's creative career paths and not like a STEM math path where you have clear progress and people patting you on the back each time you level up your life. It's just not the same in a creative career and for anyone who has a creative mind and works in creative projects. So last week I just felt so defeated. And when I feel defeated and I'm not my own cheerleader, no one else is there to cheer me up. Like that's just the reality of being in the field that we're in. Right. And so 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, and also I wasn't doing the things that I know fuel my strength, like going for walks and visualizing, listening to music, identifying my why, remembering my why, writing, journaling. I wasn't doing those things. And honestly, I needed a bit of a break from it all. But this week I have gotten back on my train and I think it wasn't a pivotal moment, but I think reminding myself of these simple things that really fuel me, like going for this walk and having a visualization plan in my head. You know what I mean? I wasn't just mindlessly walking and getting out of the house. I was like, I want to visualize my life. Mm -hmm. I want to identify who I am 
right in the future, what, what this, what she's doing, what she's yes. wearing, yes. what, where she is, what music is she listening to? And then turn that music on. So I was, I was personally at a party. I was at my opening for like a store. I don't know what yeah. it was selling, but I was listening to like post Malone. I never listened to post Malone, but I was listening to post Malone because that's what was playing at the store opening. And I was holding a glass of champagne. I was pregnant, which was cute. Ooh. I had like this little, I wasn't drinking the champagne. I think I was Martinelli's and like everyone else was drinking champagne. And then I had a little like chic maxi dress and I was cheersing everyone crying, being like, this is all of us. That's your dream. Oh my gosh. That but is that was the vision. And then I just kept thinking it and growing it and feeling it. And it was such an exciting feeling and it refueled my energy for the that, future. Oh, I mean, speechless. <laughs> I am totally speechless. I think that is like the most incredible thing ever. And like visual visualization and we all know it and I know it too, yes. but you like you teach the master class at it. Like you really do. You are, you went all the way in it and you, you know, we were writing down notes for today's episode. And one that you wrote down that I loved was live the life that you're imagining, like yeah. put yourself in it, eat what you want to eat, yes. smell what's around you that you want to smell, act yes. the way you want to act. Don't worry if somebody's saying like, that's not you. Be who you want to be, like while you're still molding and figuring out how to get those opportunities, you know, into fruition and to make them your actual life. But just, just be who you want to be. Wear the clothes you want to wear. If you want to, if you want to get dressed up to go to Verve, do it. Like totally. Yes, I wore some gold shoes today because I wanted to wear gold shoes. It's love. Yeah. Sorry, bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so cute. I no, I completely agree with you. And I will say, I think, I think visualization comes naturally to some people. I think visualization also for me was a form of like escaping my traumas of my yes. past. And it was like a therapeutic thing. And then when I was little, I would have almost like little friends of my sound so creepy, but no, to get out of my my body and my mind and I wanted to go visit Aurora or I wanted to live as um Charlie like the cute girl and um yeah I just had these characters in my mind and so for me visualization is so easy for me today because that's how I sort of escaped pains of the past oh no I I, I am the exact same way but I'm Are just you? I am. I totally, which I love like so many times we just have the same thing mm -hmm. and we're just synced up like that I have always like mine are more dreams and vivid and I don't, I, I have a hard time putting them into words, but in my mind, it's, you know, I'm on a, a rooftop somewhere and it's at night and I'm dressed to the nines with my family all around me. And it's celebrating either, you know, being in a magazine or doing just something just really wonderful with fashion. And I think one of the biggest parts of it too, is just knowing that I like did something to make my parents proud. Oh, I know. I love that. You know, that's like, cause that's like something, that's just something that's really, really important to me. And I like you, I know we've made our parents proud thus far, but I want to make them proud in a way that I feel it. Yeah, I get that. I completely get that. So have so what are other tips besides visualization? I know that's something we both, we both 
I mean, I really think that's huge, important part of all of this. And and you can do it many different ways. It's not just visualizing. You can build Pinterest boards, which Emily and I do all the time. By the way, we need to share our fashion (gasps) Pinterest boards. We absolutely do. All right. It's it's coming, everybody. Yeah. We'll we'll put a pin in it. We'll put a pin in our Pinterest board. Yes. But that's what we did. We built like a fun Pinterest board, Emily and I each, and we named the boards different parts of our style that we want to evoke. Like one of mine was wild, free, artistic, our artist and me. And it's like my Daisy Jones um, side of myself, but it's those types of things are visualization. It's like building the vision of what you want to look like and feel like and be. Exactly. And we, like you're saying, there were different sections for our fashion. So fashion, yeah, you could think of it as just like this one over arc of what you're wearing or whatnot, but no, there's so many different like chapters of that for yourself because you're different. And I think that that's super cool. And that's something that we really enjoy about ourselves and Mm -hmm. things about not just fashion, but creative endeavors. And, um, I think it that's just another way of creating the dream scenario, you know, figuring out this is how I want to look. But to- even even talking to family and friends, like starting to be a little less scared, I think to say yes. it out loud. And that's something to me that I've really struggled with. But I think that that's something that could help all of us because the more we say it out loud to the people that we're comfortable with, the more we'll probably say it to ourselves and then expand out into, you know, the world around us. I agree. And so this is what, so I think this falls under the category of what identifying your, what, like what it looks like, what it feels like the, what, and I think you mentioned this earlier. It's really hard for you to identify that in the 3d sometimes, meaning like it makes sense in your mind or you feel it in your heart or you dream about it, but you can't really voice it or you can't tell someone what it looks like. And I think that is a hard part of it. And for me, the way out of that is the visualization it's to feel those things and try it out and build the board. And if it's not right, great, move on. Like, it's just about trying to put words or visions or things around what's in your heart and what's intuitively driving you. Cause that is super hard to put a, a what on your dreams. It is. It is. And for me, execution has always been the hardest part. Like I can dream it. I can, I can everything that I want it to be. And I want myself to be, but then the action steps on how yeah. to get there and the execution are that's always where i get stuck and and that's what holds me back i know from accomplishing my dreams and getting a little bit further down the road and just how you've been able to categorize these out like your why your what what are you doing with it mm-hmm. is it's extremely helpful well good i'm glad well that's well i th- i think the second piece is the why and maybe we can touch on that together and talk yeah. through it because once you have the what, which I think we both have, have the what at this phase, would you say? I think so, so too. Yeah, generally. I definitely do. I think your what is film and TV, writing, screenplays, yes. you know, is, is that correct? Am I getting that right? I think that's the, th- I think that's a general industry, but I feel like my what is the, is like what I look like in it. Like the, I think I'm this ethereal kind of, yes. I feel free. I feel, yes. it's like what I I'm almost like an artist. I think I see mm-hmm. myself. That's my what is almost like a Stevie Nicks, David Bowie love child. That is you. <laughs> that is you. One thousand. What is your what? What is what is your? My what is just feeling confident and comfortable in myself fully, yeah. and knowing that what I'm doing is 
what I want to do, you know, that it's yes. making me happy and fulfilled and, and that I'm able to like, I'm dictating what I'm doing. Yeah. And within the field else. of fashion, right? Like yeah. your industry, yeah. fashion, fashion and, and creation. Like I love yes. creating, but yes, lifestyle. And I would love to like to start with this and like yes. the dream would then to build like a lifestyle brand. Love. I would, I would, I love everything about aesthetic, decor, homes, mm-hmm. garden. I mean, I love it all. I love it all. But I've learned you definitely have to have a nucleus of where you start. And I think this is think so. the one that I'm the best at. And you can garner that confidence since that's your what, right? To be confident and full within yourself. And so maybe if you focus on one thing, you can get confident with it and that yeah. will help you achieve absolutely the, the, kind of the bigger what. So what about the why? Cause I do think once you identify, here's what I want to look like, feel like, talk like be in the industry that I want to be in. What is your step or your approach to identifying the why then? I think I know my why is for a little bit of what the, what is for myself to be free and confident, but also to make my family proud. And I want, I, I say this every day and like, it's, it's a cross between a prayer and a meditation and a, a manifestation. I say it every day and I have to, and it's, I want to provide for my family more than I could ever dream of, um, and people and animals of the world that really need it. And to me, that is, that is my dream. Mm, that's the why that's the why. So it, you're a provider. So why? Because you want to provide for animals and people and family that need it. I love that. So that's such a beautiful heartbeat that that is just there always. And I feel yeah. like reminding yourself of that is so, oh, I love that. It's, that's amazing. It's. It, it, I think this is such a great thing to like pull out of ourselves, which I never have once again, but it reminds you why you're doing this and it gives you something tangible. Maybe you could even write it down to go back to when you're frustrated or you feel like you're not good enough or whatever you go back and read it. And you're like, this is why I'm doing it. Yep. And the vision boards can be, this is what I want to look like. And this is what I want to say and what I want to, what I want to do. But the why is to me so important. And I think, I think for me, my why I'm still figuring out exactly what it is, but I think um, largely it's setting an example for young women. I've always been interested in that kind of demographic. So young women, but anyone just to show the example of vulnerability and showcasing a messy path to success that comes with like living an honest, creative life. Because I think a lot of artists, like I said, my what is like the artist, the artistic Stevie, Stevie Nicks type of energy it just feels so exclusive and so impossible to achieve and so ethereal in a way that's like never grasp. And they, they've almost put themselves in a different arena. That's how I felt artists have been in my mind. And so my why is make it, make it accessible and like show, show that anyone can do be an artist and anyone can live a creative life. And so my why is to hopefully inspire people through that, right? It's just like it can be That's messy. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, no, but it is. I'm it's still beautiful. figuring it out. But yes, well, I mean, aren't we all? But you're so true. We put 
creators on this pedestal that it's almost like that top shelf in your house that like the China that you don't touch. Like we don't eat on that. That's there for us to look at. And we look at it because it's beautiful and it's special. But at the end of the day, they're people and they're people that are just trying and they believed in themselves and they kept going for it. And, And who knows, maybe they wanted to give the same, I don't know, hope for for kids too or young girls that didn't feel it in the past but I do agree and I think there are very few that at least outwardly Mm -hmm. showcase that the whole journey of it right like I think there's some that will recount it once they've reached a level of success they'll go on the armchair expert and be like here is my childhood traumas you know (laughs) or they'll like be Justin Bieber and write the song lonely and then talk about his depression and anxiety that he went through or Harry Styles with fine line like they're they do it almost undercover and for me I want to be super overt and obvious like vulnerable from the start which I feel like we've done with this podcast and our branding and that's my why it's like, I want to be honest and vulnerable throughout a journey and then reach a level of success that I can then inspire people like, Oh, anyone can do this. Absolutely. And I, that is one of the pillars of this podcast and and why we created PS. We have no plan because we truly starting, we have no plan and little by little, we're figuring it out. We're learning how to do a podcast, learning what our wise, what's in our wise are. And we're showing the process in real time. Exactly. And I think the why for me is like a very grounding thing, because when you're building a creative life for yourself, you do live in the clouds. And we talk about that often. And the what is so exciting because who, you know, the visualization of like the big star is so fun to visualize, but the why is a grounding force for me where I'm like, this is what, this is why I am who I am and what I want to be. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same? I I feel exactly the same. And I'll take this back to another reel that I saw today. Please. I'm the real girl today. Um, but it said, I'm not chasing my dreams for the money. I'm chasing my dreams for the freedom that money gives me. And yes. I, right. See the, what is the money and the, why is the freedom? That's yes. what we're saying. You have to have both. Yes. For sure. Yes. And cause I, I, I mean, you can accomplish things if you're just going after money, but I, truly, truly believe if you're going after something because it's just so deeply burning in your heart, that will get you there and the money will follow. But it gives you the freedom and it allows you to be who you want to be in your what. For sure. And even if money is your what, like even if you're if you're sitting there oh, with sure. no money and your what is I want to be wealthy, I want to be rich, I want to have money in abundance. Great. But why? I think that's, it's just a necessary part of it because otherwise it becomes shallow. And so the why is grounding, like the freedom part of that is so awesome. I love that. I love that too. I've been, I've been getting a lot of good nuggets from reels lately. It's been, it's been really inspiring. And I think it's, you know, social media, we talk about the pluses and minuses, and that's definitely a plus for me. There's a lot of good inspiration. 
Yes. Especially with video work. I think yeah. a lot of the the transition from static image to video has been such a blessing on social media because people can actually kind of share more stories and be a little bit more inspirational. And I don't I know, think it's, it's just more real because you're seeing them. It's not just one angle perfectly yeah. done with the lighting. Like, you know, you're walking through something and, yeah. you know, maybe the shadow's hitting you weird or you trip or whatever it is, you know, and I, totally. I I'm really enjoying that. I am too. I am too. Okay. So we have the what we have the why and now it's the how which i think we're definitely still figuring out like we don't yeah. have we're not at the what yet <laughs> so we're figuring it out um we're ab testing okay so you don't know yet um but but i think the how is like acting yes. acting like you already have it which you touched on earlier but how what does that look like for you when when you say act like your higher self or act like the self that has the success i think it's almost tricking yourself into you are that person because you know in my mind or how I see myself I'm not that person but Mm -hmm. okay here's a third reel everybody (laughs) that said there are you know 10,000 people that see you in your lifetime and the way you see yourself is not one of those and it's so true. Like everybody that you meet in your life sees you as in a different light, but none of those lights are how you see yourself. So it's time to kind of take, you know, obviously some people might not see you in the best light, but I think that some see you as like this beautiful ethereal queen that somebody mm-hmm. sees as Stevie Nicks, this girl that can write screenplays like no other. You're out in nature and your mind is just reeling with beautiful words and stories like they just come to you and people see that and that's how you come across and I think you do see you're starting to see yourself that way but I think it's important to almost trick yourself to see yourself outside of your body I does that make sense yes that makes total (laughs) sense and I agree with you and I think that's a really hard thing that requires practice like exercise or like getting good at a skill. Like I do think this, it's what we were talking about earlier, the mindset shift. It is a huge, huge fucking mind game. It's just, that's the, and for me, I mean, I did it through spirituality and like, I'm very, I'm very into like the whole earth and nature and whatever, but I, but find your way of tapping into that and figuring out how you feel you can see the bigger picture and see yourself outside of yourself. Like you're saying, Exactly. I saw this interesting thing yesterday where it was like, I don't like my reflection. I don't like who I see in the mirror. That was what someone was saying. And I forget it was some teacher, some meditation teacher. It's like your reflection mirrors what you show, right? So if you are looking at yourself and you are sad and sullen and feel deflated, your reflection is going to reflect that. But if you're smiling and evoke positivity and you look at yourself and you're like, wow, you are beautiful you got this girl, your reflection is going to reflect that back to you. It's obviously putting that out there. Yes. And that's how mirrors work. Like, duh. But I think it's a beautiful, simple visual for me. Like I do look in the mirror sometimes. I'm like, oh, another morning brushing my teeth and just the, the simple smile and like, oh, hey, Peyton, you know, as I'm brushing my teeth, (laughs) that has helped set me off on a better day and having a better morning. Right. I love it. Absolutely. And it can be little. It can be little. And, you know, a lot of these things that will help us change or chase the paths, they are pretty simple, but simple things are really, really hard to do. 
And people think it's also complex. Yeah. I, I think I've, I thought it was so complex. Remember when episodes ago, I was like, how would I ever enter in the movie industry? It's impossible. How, how do you ever do that? Guess what? You just do. You just take little steps mm-hmm. until you kind of build your thing. And that was one of the things I wrote down as well. One of the examples of me doing the how is I build decks now. So what I want to try to do is market for movies, do social media marketing for movies, but I built decks, like 30 page decks for old TV shows <gasps> that, that aren't going anywhere. I mean, maybe I'll post it on TikTok one day, but I just did one tree Hill, for example, season two. And I acted as if a producer had, had hired me to market for season three, the upcoming season three season, um, and how I would build kind of excitement for the show. And I built out a whole deck and I went back to the 2003 when I, I think that's when it was released, maybe a little bit earlier, but I, I went back to the, the colors of the time, the fashion of the time. And I built a whole deck and a strategy around it, which again, people are like, what's a waste of time? What a waste of time. I feel like some people would be like, what? That's not going anywhere. That's not, that's an old show. But the point is you're acting like your higher self, you're acting you're like, you already have this thing. And yeah. I think that pure act of it, it's like almost tricking your mind. Like you said, 100%. yes. Well, you're preparing yourself for when yes. the, maybe the actual one does come along and then, and you have a portfolio that you're showing. Yes. You're not, no, just like, Oh no, I can do this. Trust me. Trust me. No here, this is everything that I can do. And you show the work and you show how good it is. So then you're, you're ready to run when the opportunity strikes. Exactly. And that's what I also wanted to share was I did the same thing for Wednesday. I did Wednesday. Adam's oh, that was way so back good. when I showed Emily way back when I was like, Oh my God, Emily, I'm so excited. I sent it to this producer writer friend of mine who hopefully will come on the podcast. And she sent it to the showrunner of Wednesday because she happens to be friends with him. It just... You never know when the opportunity will strike. No. Again, it, it went nowhere. Like nothing happened with it, but it was still just one of those things where it's like, wow, I'm prepared and ready for this opportunity. Absolutely. And things like that could always come around. You never Agreed. know. Like once you put a little bit of, you know, shimmer out there, you might not see it for a while because it's floating around, but sometime it could come back. Like it just depends on what's going around you or what people need or what somebody saw yep. randomly or what maybe that friend said, oh, you know what? I know exactly who would be good for this. Yes. Yes. So what is your, what is a how beyond tricking your mind and telling yourself, you know, this is who I want to be. This is who I am. How yeah. do you take little steps? I think part of where I'm at right now is I've been really not trying to emulate, but focusing on studying the creators that I really like and I, and I enjoy their content and trying to figure out why do I enjoy it? What are they doing and how does it look that makes me enjoy it? And then, uh, you know, take that and put it into mine. And I, it's definitely a very challenging thing because they have all of this, you know, experience with it. And they're pretty mm-hmm. much both of their husbands are professional photographers and they're mm. doing with it. And so there's definitely elements that are out of my control, but I think then that shows me, okay, well then you need to learn how to use your camera better. Right. Because 100%. if I'm, if you're going to compete with the pros, then you have to produce like the pros. So right now I'm definitely taking time to just, to study the creators that I really idolize. And I, 
I go back with the word idolize, but look up to. I mean, for sure. And I think that goes back to your what, which is, and your why, which is so great. Like the, the creation lifestyle creation thing is your what, and your why is to be this confident full self and you're doing the research necessary to, to do that. So I think that is acting like once you have all the success in the world, I feel like you'll still refer to these inspirational things that you see online or see what other people are doing just to make sure you have the confidence that what you're doing is, is right. Yeah, definitely. And I think figuring out how you want others to feel when they see what you're creating. Mm. For me, that's really important because I don't want to come off as somebody that I'm not, even though somebody that I really look up to is that person, like their mood or their moodiness or like how they edit Mm -hmm. or just how Mm -hmm. they, their personal style. Like it might not be who I am or who I want to put out there, but I can still take a lot from how they're presenting themselves, what they're doing that looks professional. And honestly, what emotion are they putting across and how are they doing it? A hundred percent. I totally love that. And I, I think, um, that reminds me as well. I think I might've mentioned this, but similar to you, I have a list, uh, an Excel spreadsheet of people I want to be in rooms with. And I think that's similar to what you're saying, like referring to creators or people that inspire you. I, I took it like a step further. Like you said, I'm so obsessed with visualization and such. I wrote a list, Excel spreadsheet that has the person, what room I'm in with them, what we are doing, what action, like, is it a coffee? Is it a wine? Is it a bar? Is it a dinner? And oh my gosh. And why I want to be there. Like, what's the purpose? And it's like, it's, it's so clear to me that film and movies are, I'm obsessed with because most of the people are directors or producers or writers. My number one right now is Greta Gerwig because she's just such an, I I mean, amazing. I want to have coffee with her in the Paramount studio. Like, will you go in the Barbie dream house? Maybe maybe that's my new, maybe that's my new (laughs) dream, but those types of things, writing it down and taking it seriously and, and visualizing yourself and getting specific with the visualization is also so important. That's like another way to live your how. Oh yeah. And I, what, one thing that you just said right there, I feel like it's a duh thing, but it's, it, it might not be a duh that you recognize as just taking it seriously. Yeah. Right. Cause right now it is a hobby and right now it is a passion project. And some people could be like, what are you doing? Like, that is not, that's not going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. Like, this is weird. I don't understand this. How do people connect to it? But you have to just remember to take it, take it seriously. And that's something that I'm definitely building courage to do. 100%. And I think it's also not getting weighed down by the vanity metrics. Like how many followers do you have or how many, how much engagement do you have on per post? And it doesn't matter. Like that literally doesn't matter. And I, I finally gotten over that. I want to just share this. I got over this with TikTok because I've been posting on TikTok consistently for, I don't even know, like two years. And I still don't have that many followers or that many views, but of the 300 people that are viewing my video, a hundred are liking it, you know, or, or comment. And so that type of engagement is actually exciting to me because it's a third of the people are liking my content are engaged with the content. And so that feels like an actual community that I'm building. And it so doesn't matter that I only have 300 views on the video. It, it, it does not matter. 
Um, so right. You're so right. right. Yeah. Cause you're taking it a step to where, yeah. sorry, everybody. The Amazon is here. So Freddie's not very happy. Hold on, please. Please hold. Okay. And my Celsius just came onto my computer. Everybody, this is real life. Oh, love. It's okay. Real life, everybody. <laughs> but it's okay. We're going to get through it. Right. Freddie's like, see ya. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. No, I don't want to be me right now with my computer, but it's okay. Do you want right? to pause? You want... Can we pause? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to pause to get a paper towel? Yeah. One second. <laughs> okay. Pause. <laughs> Shit. Okay. We're back. Crisis averted. Well, we hope. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be sorry. Um, don't be sorry this at is, all. You know what? I'm actually glad this happened because before we did this episode, everybody, we said we're gonna edit less and we're gonna <laughs> let real life play out in these. And I mean what the hell? I can't handle. We also try to be super professional this episode and actually I, plan out our thoughts and jot them down in a notepad. So we're kind of comboing both, which is good. Which I kind of like. I do. Because, yeah. Right. And I, I am proud of us. I think that, well, I do. I, I've said this a lot and I, I talk to you about this too. I feel like you are always very professional. And I don't mean that like in a sense of I'm trying to, you know, boost you in any way and put myself down, but you do a really, really good job at just organizing and putting timelines in. And so a goal for me is to just come across more professional and seriously. And I think that's something that internally I have to work on, but I'm excited to. And I, I feel like that is a challenge that I want to meet. I wonder if that goes back to what, I mean, thank you, first of all, but oh, I, I wonder if that goes back to what you were saying about taking your passion seriously. Like, I wonder if that will couple with it when you, when you're like, you know what, this is a serious thing. And then you kind of take yourself serious. I think it absolutely does. Yeah, it absolutely does. And I also think, you know, in my job right now, I'm, I'm there to make things easier for everybody else. So I'm not, I'm not the one that's always in charge. So I don't have to, I don't always feel the most confident about myself in those areas, but I will have to say, or I do have to say when I was on the road and I was the merch girl for the band, I took it so seriously and I loved it because I, because I did love it. And I, I was in charge of the whole thing. And that's such a good point. Now I need to take it seriously again, as it is our job and something that we want to be seen as professionals. Totally. I think it does. I think it does play into it. And I think when you do take it serious and when you are gung ho with it, that was sort of one of the last topics that we wanted to touch on was be open to changing course. So I think if you take yourself seriously, you see what happens, you identify the what, the why you start living the how, and then you, you know, take yourself seriously with it. Maybe it's wrong. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't sit right. Maybe you're like, this is exhausting. Like I mentioned with my blog, I I had all the things, and then I was like anxious as hell every Wednesday at 8 a.m. when I was posting my blog. I was like, and I had to get all the sign off and the uh, like Instagram grossed me out at the time. Like I just didn't want to do any of it. And it's like, well, change course. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This isn't, this isn't what I want to do. I'm trying and no. I tried it for a really long time. And for a moment it was exactly what I wanted, but yes, you change and the path can change. Yes. And rinse and repeat the same thing. Like, yeah, this is like a very, very easily 
applicable process that you can use to check yourself with any hobby or interest in the creative field, because guess what? There's no HR team. There's no one telling you here's exactly the path to getting your dream because everyone's dream in a creative field is different. So for me, this level of structure is helpful and it's helpful to kind of have a checklist um, generally that you can kind of, you know, be flexible with. It keeps us on track. It keeps us on track in a in a world that's kind of ethereal. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the open to changing course thing is really tough for, for me. This is definitely my biggest challenge. It's because I have a lot of nostalgia and sent- sentimentality around like certain things. And I remember yeah. even texting you and being like, my domain expired and I no oh, longer have yeah. PSM blogging. I'm so sad. And you said something that was really touching. It was like, it doesn't take away from anything you, you did. And it was still such a special moment. And now you have PS, we have no plan.com with a blog. And now you have PS I'm vlogging with all your short, short videos. So it's, I'm still nostalgic for those things, but I do want to push myself to remain flexible about change of course. I think that's one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, on the other spectrum, I think that I can move on too quickly Because, yeah, because I give up on myself and kind of going back to like, well, you know what? You just weren't meant to do this. You're not great at it right at the, right at the beginning, right? As you're going out of the gate, you're not great at it. And I'm working really, really hard on keeping myself accountable every Mm -hmm. day to work on these goals and really what I know now, what I want to do. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. That's a good point. And I wonder again, if that goes back to the serious thing, like take yourself and your interests seriously. I wonder if that's maybe your, your big challenge right now. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think it goes, a lot of it goes back to the, to the childhood thing. Like I never was the one to be picked or I never was the one that stood out in any way, shape or form. I wasn't invited to the parties. I didn't get the solo. And I think getting hit with that over and over again in really formative years kind of makes you think like, oh, well, you're just going to kind of be the one in the back. It's not going to be whatever you do. It's just going to be like, oh, whatever. You are made to be the support. I totally can see that. And that's the narrative you then tell yourself. And it's a comforting Mm -hmm. thing when you know something and you're just like, this is the reality. And I'm going to, instead of reframing my reality. I'm just going to get comfortable with that reality. I think people do that and they resort to these lives that don't fulfill them. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. Honestly, if people in the outside world tell you something, it's easy to internalize it and be like, that's who I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I think the same thing about my childhood with how I moved around a lot. I think change of direction is a really scary thing for me because I moved every year from the time I was six months old until I was in middle school and I change of direction. I'm like, no, but I have my things and my, this and my structure and my friends and my, so I think it, it goes back to my childhood too, with the, with the big challenge for us, which everyone has it. Absolutely. And I think those are common threads for everybody, but I am proud of us for, for acknowledging that and seeing it and then deciding to, you know, work on that in the way that we we really want our life to go. It's like my phrase I should tell myself is let go and let God because, oh my God, I just need to just, you can't control oh, what girl. happens to you. Like, let go. You did the what, the why, the how. You're doing it. 
see what happens with it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? Some days you're going to do your absolute best. And sometimes your best is not as good as it was yesterday. But Mm -hmm. you have to, you just keep going. You just keep going. And remember, I think, taking it back to the why. Mm -hmm. I really love that. Exactly. And I, I guess the last thing, too, that we didn't really touch on was sharing your experience with people. I think another key part of at least my why, and maybe this is personal to me, so I'm, I'm curious if you feel this way as well, is being vulnerable and showing the process. That's really important to me, even if I change course, even if I change interests. Like I changed my domain name from PSM blogging to PSM vlogging because I'm not really, I don't have the blog anymore and now I'm vlogging more. So um, I'm I'm like, okay, that's fine if people see that. And I, and I yeah. kept all of my old Instagram posts that have my old branding and my old interviews and Cause I'm okay with showing the evolution and I think it's actually an important part of my process, but do you feel that way? I do. I do. And I think for a moment I didn't feel that way. I felt like I couldn't put anything out there until it was to the professional caliber on, on the same level as these people that I really look up to. But now I, I actually want to show the process and I want to show that somebody like me that's starting from the ground up and really doesn't know, and maybe not is not like the, the type of person you would think of that is following this career path that she can do it. Agreed. And and just encourage people like that could be the same as me, that if, if that's something that's in their heart and they really want to do, then they can do it. And I, I truly believe like if I can do it, I know it's such a cliche thing, but if I can do it, truly anybody can do it. And I feel the same way. I think that's, that's definitely, yeah, acting as your as the self you want to be and then putting that out there for everyone to see. Everyone can relate to a part of you. And I think that was actually a piece of me that held me back for so long was I do come across as like Miss Professional. And that has always been my thing. And like when I was seven, my older sister would make fun of me because I would brush my hair before my train rides and sit. I was like Matilda. Like I would sit with so proper. I always read. I was like the good girl. It's like, girl, get an edge. Like try (laughs) so just boring. And I think that's I felt unrelatable. And and I've that's been my holdup is like, don't be the perfect like this or that. So, but my therapist has helped me be like, but for some people, they relate to that level of professionalism. They've experienced life in the same way that you have. And maybe that would be comforting to see someone that way. So it's, it really is, like you said, be true to yourself and post that online, whatever that version is. Well, and maybe somebody that feels that way about themselves too, and they're very organized and they're kind of right down the path but they have something inside of them that wants to explore another side, but you know, they don't have people telling them or encouraging them that I think that you can show that you, you have that as well inside of you and that you're being, you're able to chase both at the same time. And you're using this professionalism to help you get down this path of uncertainty. Totally. Totally. So I, yeah. So I think it's all, all, very challenging stuff that we're sharing and we definitely don't have it all figured out, but I think we are, we have some level of it figured out because we're able to be living this life. We have two seasons of a podcast and a brand and multiple Instagrams and social media accounts and 
we're learning every day and we're trying, we're growing as people, which is so cool to see. So cool. And just that we're answering these things, you know, little by little, I don't think we could have done that at the start of the podcast, you know, last April. I, I really don't. I don't think we could have identified even the what? Even the what? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us. <laughs> I'm very proud of us. <laughs> and you know what? I am okay with saying I'm proud of us. Of course you should right? be. Yeah. I think that's, yes, it's a, important to exemplify confidence, especially for go. women. I think there it's really easy for us to result. It just like feel humility means discounting our efforts or putting ourselves down or commenting on all our insecurities. Like that mean girl scene where they're all standing in the mirror, like, Oh, my pores are huge. My ears are, that is such a typical girl thing. And that's, it's okay to be confident and say nice things about yourself and your friends. And we're going to be, I agree with you because if you, yes. Right. I want my daughter one day to look at herself in the mirror and smile. Why would I want her to look and see all the flaws or be like, want to be in the back of the room? I want her to be front and center, girl. Go stand up in the front. Go (laughs) sing loud. Get your ass up there. And you know what? I was standing up cheering for you. Yep. Exactly. And when you hit that wrong note, girl, go for it. Go for it. Hit it, hit it wrong loud. Like Sing being it. loud and proud. Yes. yes. That's that's our thing. I want to hear that long note. Right? Loud Anyways. wrong note. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> well, I loved this episode. I did it felt too. Good. It felt like a light just kind of like shining in and encouraging us. And I feel like when we're able to encourage each other, hopefully that bleeds out to other people feeling feeling encouraged in their own life. I hope so too. And I loved, I always love checking in about our dreams because it makes me feel all the more real that they're coming to, you know, fruition. Same. That's our, that's our bedrock. Yay. Well, thank you guys for listening. And we'd love to hear how you think of this episode and these types of episodes where we talk a little bit more tangibly about building a brand, building a business, accomplishing dreams. So follow us on social medias at PS. We have no plan. We post a new podcast once a week. We also try to be consistent with our blog. Go check out our website, www.psweavenoplan.com. And if you want to follow us personally, I'm PSM Vlogging and Emily is the girl with no plan. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open cup to Mr. Bird sang on